0: Hello, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Arts for the Health of It. I'm your host, Richard Wilmore. And we have a very, very special guest today that I'm super excited to have um, on the show today. Her name is Catherine, and she's actually one of our artists in residence here at Hearts Need Art. She's been with us for a while. She was in San Antonio, and then she moved. We're very sad about that, but she's remained a virtual component to Hearts Need Art. And the exciting news is she's now our uh, new co-host here on the show. So I wanted to bring her on today and have her teach me something because although I work for an arts and health organization, no one said I was artistic. So I'm going to bring Catherine out here and uh, introduce you to her. So hi, Catherine. Hi, Richard. How are you? I'm good. It's good to see you. You too. Um, Can you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your history with the arts?
1: Sure. Um, so, I am a military spouse, hence the recent move. <laughs> um, and I am mainly a painter. So, um, I studied um, painting and drawing at University of North Florida back in the day. Um, and during that time, I did an internship with an arts and health organization called Art with a Heart.
0: Yes, um, we love and, them.
1: Yes, and I worked mainly in their pediatric oncology unit. Um, after that, I, you know, I graduated from college. I taught elementary school art for a couple of years. Um, I've done a lot of different things (laughs) in between then and now. Like a true artist. Yes. Um, but it gives you range, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, but I feel like part of what I've always felt drawn to is that connection between art and service, um, that has always made Um, me feel really um, connected to art making um, when you can share it with somebody else in a meaningful way. Um, Mm. So I thankfully got to work with you guys as an artist in residence in San Antonio. um, And I was working with adult and young adult oncology patients there. So
0: very lucky to have you in person when we had you and now virtual. Uh, And I'm very happy that you agreed to come co-host the podcast with me because I think you bring years of experience and you're very smart and you're very talented and you'll ask a bunch thank of you. questions that I would never think of so uh, I'm glad <laughs> thank you're you here. we're um, doing some art today during the episode so yes. what supplies will people need um, to do this this uh, this this project, this This thing. Project, yes. I don't even know (laughs) what we're doing. I think that's why I don't know what to call it. That's okay.
1: So we're doing, I'll tell you about the project um, and then what materials you'll need. So this, um, I call this project messes and marks (laughs) because we're kind of starting with something messy and random and then we're moving into making some more deliberate marks along your your paper. And it's... Um, for me, these are kind of landscape inspired, but it might not be that for you. It might look like something totally different. Um, so I used watercolors for this. Um, we also have tempera paint here today. You may so have if you seen... make a
0: mistake <laughs> and you get tempera paint instead of watercolor paint as instructed by Catherine, you change the project.
1: It's all good. So okay, good. watercolors or tempera paint, if that's what you have, um, you will need some brushes water and you also need a spray bottle that's so that. and paper did we say paper
0: well we did now
1: yes okay so,
0: Paper. <laughs> perfect Perfect. so that's it that's it it's all that's stuff it. that you can like get at the dollar store or at the grocery store while you're there correct
1: yes and if you don't have a spray bottle you could really just like dip your fingers in some water and like splatter it onto Do your that. paper yes OK,
0: yeah. cool. So we're going to give everyone a minute to go get the supplies if you're listening at home, not if you're driving. Don't like stuff and look around your car. We're going to take a break and uh, go get the supplies. And if you already have the supplies and they're handy, then you can like us on subscribe to us on YouTube and all of the things to keep watching us every week. So we're going to take a break and then we'll come back and make this little landscape slash whatever you think it's going to be. <laughs> Whether you consider yourself a musician or not, music is
2: all around us, and it affects our everyday lives, whether it's background music influencing our shopping habits in a store, organ music adding the vibe to a baseball game, or a playlist convincing us to keep going on that last mile of a run. I'm Mindy Peterson, host of the podcast Enhanced Life with Music, where we take a holistic look at the power of music in our everyday lives through the lens of science and health, sports and entertainment. Business and education. You can find me and Enhance Life with Music at mpetersonmusic.com/podcast or wherever you get your audio. Unleash the power of music.
1: Medical professionals are burning out at an alarming rate. Burnout can cause health workers to feel hopeless, trapped, helpless, worthless, depressed, sleepless, and tired. By joining the Hearts Need Art Gratitude Grams program. Medical staff receive a personalized email and video from a musician,
2: an artist, or writer once a week that includes a message of thanks, an encouraging song, uplifting poem, or a simple art activity. After watching their Gratitude
1: Gram, participants report feeling more hopeful, empowered, energized, and appreciated. If you are or know a healthcare worker that would like to receive free Gratitude Grams, please visit heartsneedart.org.
0: All right, we are back with Catherine, artist extraordinaire, a new <laughs> co-host of Arts for the Health of It. All right, Catherine, is that okay? Also, if while we're doing this, I ask you questions because I um, have lots of questions for you. Yes, I, I, I will, will do my stories. best. <laughs> do See my if, we can, best. if we can multitask during this. So what's uh, step number one here?
1: Okay, so you'll want to take your piece of paper. Um, I'm working on, this is like a quarter size sheet just for the sake of time. Um, but you can work as small or as large as you like. Um, so you're going to take your water bottle and you're going to do like a, a sweeping spray across your page. Something like that. If you get too much water, you can always dab it off.
0: Oh, this is a brand new water bottle. I don't <laughs> even know. It's... Oh, goodness. Oh, okay. Take
1: it. a few tries. Okay. So then you're going to, we'll use tempera paint, Richard, because that's what you have. So sorry. It's Okay. You're going to wet your brush. So get some water on it.
0: What kind of brush? This is, I have an oddly large quantity of brushes and no paint.
1: So I'm using, these are the sizes I have. They're kind of medium. So, like this one? Small. Yeah, you don't want to go super huge. You can use that. That works. Okay. Okay. So you're going to pick up some paint and dab it somewhere into where you sprayed. Hmm? Any color? Any color.
0: Whatever to speaks color.
1: to you today.
0: What color are you picking?
1: This is like a magenta or maybe it's fuchsia. And I'm dabbing it into where I sprayed on my paper. And what starts to happen is the pigment starts to go wherever the water spray.
0: I feel like was. I didn't spray enough.
1: Yeah, maybe spray it again. What's that? There we go. So you're just kind of letting your materials take over a little bit here. Yeah. You can use one color, or you know, if you want to add. Oh, I want to add. A second color, you can.
0: When did you start um, art? Like, when did you fall in love with the arts?
1: I probably kindergarten. Really. <laughs> um. I just rem- i I remember that I always loved to draw and um, i ha- I was lucky to have some really great art teachers growing up who mm. I think they loved what they did, and so I feel like that makes a different <laughs> that made a difference too It made me want to do it more um,
0: Do you remember like one of the first things you did
1: I do um it was this drawing of a circus lion. <laughs> and um it actually it got entered into an art contest and won a prize. Excuse um, me. So I that's probably why I remember it but um, <laughs> <laughs> um hey that looks really good.
0: What was the prize, do you remember?
1: It was it was just like this gold like a a medal that had a palette in Oh my gosh. It. Yeah. They it went was all fancy. Out. I know. That's nice. Um Okay, so Richard, if you're listening and you're not watching yet, Richards has this beautiful blue and then some yellows and oranges, right?
0: Uh, I mean, it was, I used blue and orange. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so it's kind of, um, the pigment has just kind of moved into those, they to me look like veins, like little veins uh, of water across the page. So you could let this dry for a little bit and do another one. Um, but for the sake of time, what you would do next is take, um, and maybe it's a little bit smaller of a brush Uh if you have one and you can look at your kind of this blob thing and just consider if it reminds you of anything, um, like maybe something you've seen in nature or a place that you've been, um, and then you can go in with another color or the same the same colors you've already used. Mm. And you just start to add some more deliberate marks around this. So I'm just going to go around the perimeter to start. What are
0: you seeing in yours? I'm curious. This like to what me, you're...
1: yeah. So to me, this looks kind of like maybe a coral reef. Um, mm. That's what it reminds me of. What about you?
0: I don't know yet.
1: And you and might just, not be sure. Yeah, you might not be sure, and you can. If, um, you don't I feel have like to I want to
0: add more color to see what comes out.
1: Mm-hmm. So, what color are you going to add?
0: I'm going to add green. Let's see what happens. Catherine, can you talk a little bit about uh, your time um, in spending with patients in the hospital here when you were with? hearts need art here in San Antonio like what how you got involved Mm -hmm. um how you found out and then uh what it was like going into the rooms and what you came across while you were working with patients
1: sure um so I got involved I heard about hearts need art through a friend (laughs) uh there was a job posting and she knew that I was a painter and so she messaged me and just said, Hey, can you do this? you <laughs> you do this type of work? Um, and um, so that's how I heard about Hearts Need Art. Um, when I started, what was the other question? What it was like going into the hospital?
0: Yeah, and kind of um, what your experience was like and the, and the types of people that you were coming across because you know a lot not everybody has access to the arts while they're in a hospital and suddenly this artist shows up with all of this stuff um mm-hmm. and you can get many different reactions from that yes from that introduction so what were you finding
1: yeah um so a, a few things <laughs> um sometimes you know you you offer to do art with somebody and it's just a hard no and mm-hmm. that's okay because um i remember Stanzi saying you know sometimes that's the only opportunity that they somebody has to say no that day yeah. <laughs> and that that can be very empowering to them. Um, other times people would say no but then they would want to talk for a while about they would tell me about the art they had in their house so they would they would say mm. I'm not an artist but I collect art or my friend is an artist and so it was interesting to hear how in some way I feel like everyone had some kind of connection to art in their life, even if they weren't in the practice of making it. Um, and then I had a few interactions with patients where um, we, we can, we're lucky to get to do window paintings for some of our patients. Um, and so you can have conversation with them while you're working on this window painting. And um, there was one patient that, said she didn't want to paint but by the end of our time together um i offered for her to paint part of her window and she agreed to do that (laughs) and it was fun to see her get so like she was hesitant but then once she started painting she said oh this isn't so hard and um, (laughs) and i think that's kind of kind of the point right is that um i think we have some just ideas in our head that you have to be good at art in order to do right. it, or you have to have had formal training. And um, I think one of the great things about hearts need art is it's just offering people a chance to try um, without any judgment or expectation, and it just gives you a chance to. To try it, to mess up, to... To make a mess. Yeah, to make a like, mess. Hence these little messes we're making. <laughs> right yeah, now.
0: exactly. What do you say to people who then tell... what Like the people who say, I'm not an artist, I don't want to do that. What's your response to people? Because I 100% was that person
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, who was like, I'm not, I can't go to an art class with, with Hearts Need Art. Like I'm not an artist. How would I do that?
1: Um, you mean, what would I say to patients? Yeah, it it depends. I think it depends on the situation. But um, I think it's just offering like, hey, let's let's make some bad art Mm -hmm. (laughs) together. Um, Just finding ways to take the pressure off. Um, And if that wasn't an option, then it's, I would offer to make something for them. and interestingly enough, they would end up wanting something made for somebody else. So mm. I feel like that's another way to maybe approach art making if you're <laughs> afraid of doing it or you're, you're, you don't think you're good enough to do it is maybe make something for someone else. Even like a, a handmade card um, can just be such a, a simple gesture where you're engaging yourself creatively, but it's maybe not so much about you. It's about somebody else that you care about.
0: Yeah. I mean, you bring that up and you think of when we were kids and all of the artwork we would bring back for our parents Mm -hmm. from school. Like, we were never making it for ourselves. We were making it for other people. And that, like, one kind of takes the pressure off. Maybe. Maybe it gives you more pressure because now you have to give it to someone. (laughs) Uh, But it's not even about, like, making art to be hung up on a wall it's it's showing appreciation for someone it's taking the time to do it for someone else or yourself like why right. do you what's the last thing you did for yourself what's the last thing you made yeah
1: um so I really love drawing portraits <laughs> and
0: oh, really? I recently
1: signed up yeah I, I recently signed up for a portrait class because I just felt like I need some direction and um so the most recent thing I've done is just to make sure I sit down and spend, even if it's a quick sketch, like just spend a few minutes um putting in the the time, like putting in the reps to just stay in the practice of it. Um, and then if it's not that then usually a daily practice is that I'm I'm drawing with my six year old <laughs> mm-hmm. with whatever's around. So it's usually markers or crayons. Yeah.
0: You actually didn't you sign up for one of our old, one of our other podcast guests?
1: Yes, Tony. His name's Tony Swaby. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right. Um And yeah, I'm I'm really excited to try that and to just uh you kind of have to let go of what you know and just show up.
0: <laughs> yeah. But or let go that you don't know something.
1: Look at your painting, Richard.
0: It's I'm not turning into anything I think that I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm having a really good time. Uh, just watching the colors blend into one another Mm -hmm. and listen to you. And it's just like watching all the different, like the way the pink can be really dark and then the way it spreads and, and like becomes diluted with water. Yeah. Um,
1: And I think that what's, um, what can be fun about this project is I think a lot of times like people open up a sketchbook or they take out a piece of blank paper and it's, a, it can be intimidating. Yeah. Um, like you don't know where to start or you don't want to make the first mark because you're afraid of messing it up. And with this, you kind of, you have to start random. <laughs> it kind of forces you to start with a mess Yeah. Um, and then you can just dive in and see what happens.
0: But also it's smart. Like you said, is start with a small piece of paper then.
1: Yeah, and right,
0: like don't start I, with a eighteen by twenty four canvas. <laughs> like, yeah, start, start with a like, five by seven.
1: I always have like I don't know like a stack of paper and just just keep going. I think is one of the biggest things. Um, yeah, to not get so stuck on like I have to do this perfectly the first time. Like, give yourself a chance to practice it.
0: Yeah. And my paper is perforated, so I can rip this out and throw it away if I don't like it. But what I was <laughs> or telling could Catherine... you
1: rip it out and frame it. I would frame or that. Or
0: frame <laughs> it. Yes, that's what I meant. But if I didn't like it or didn't think it, like, you, it, it doesn't have to go anywhere. I also was telling Catherine before we started that I actually have a, a um, sketch pad that I every day paint in that no one really sees, but it's all for me. So I take 15 minutes or whatever, and I just do something mm-hmm. uh, just to stop for a little bit distract myself from the day. And like, like this is flown by talking to you. And I'm just like taking a brush and
1: right. hitting a
0: piece of paper with it.
1: Right. I and, think there's okay. um, something really, there's a mindfulness aspect that can occur with art making. Um, like I used, I used to teach yoga. I taught yoga for seven or eight years. <laughs> and I found, I always felt like there was such a parallel between like the mindfulness practice of yoga and of art making, because it kind Mm. of, um, it puts you in a position where you have this chance to just focus on like, what is my brush doing? How does it move across the page? Or if you're using pencil or pen, just connecting with the materials. And um, I don't know, you kind of get in this, like time ceases to exist a little bit. You kind of just get in the zone.
0: Well, yoga is one of those same things where you're nervous to do it because you can't do the best downward dog, or you can't—you don't think you're flexible enough. But it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with how flexible you are. Right, right. What are you most um, excited about um, joining the podcast on air team?
1: Oh my gosh, so many things. Um, do I have to pick one? <laughs> no, you can. <laughs> um... I'm really excited to, I think just show up in curiosity. Mm. And I love hearing people's stories about their connection to the arts. um, And I love learning. And so I feel like I get to do both of those things. I get to hear people's stories. I get to learn from them. um, And then we get to share that with with everyone else. Yeah. So it's a really unique opportunity to to help share people's stories. And inevitably I think all of us end up feeling connect we find some connection piece in other other people's stories.
0: Yeah, it's crazy how everybody has a different story, yet there's always some connecting piece almost to everyone you meet that you're Mm -hmm. like, oh I, I experienced that, I went through that, I know that. In Texas it's oh I know that person it's usually (laughs) six degrees of separation I need anybody and they're like oh Stansy I know Stansy Mm -hmm. right (laughs) Uh, of course you do I mean that's how
1: that's how I heard about you guys it was my neighbor that that knew Stansy so it was yeah Mm -hmm. weird connections
0: so if you're uh, hopefully you're watching this um on YouTube or Facebook channel uh we have very different looking pieces of art, and yes. i I hope that that's okay uh, I'm <laughs> Absolutely. assuming that is <laughs> um, yes
1: they and it won't look like it won't look like ours. Yours will turn out completely different just based on how you sprayed your paper, what colors you choose but i yeah, I do encourage you to like try it more than once, maybe make two or three and see. What happens?
0: I filled my entire page. Was I supposed to do that? You did. Yes. Did.
1: <laughs> if you want to.
0: Yes. <laughs> I did. It. I got excited. Um, yeah. And I think that, so the entire project was cost me maybe $4. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like I have to go buy new stuff for the next project. Like it's all still here. You can get so much out of a $4 trip to the dollar store. Right. I love it. So, how, so what happens next?
1: So you let it dry. <laughs> you, could, you could let it dry and um, you know, maybe you decide it's done. Like I'm done with that. I want to try a different one. Um, or you could work back into it with um, once it dries, you can get probably richer color in some areas if you want to darken some areas or. Um, but it, yeah, it's really up to you. Some people like to draw into it. Um, like with mm. black ink. Um, it's just so, so That's many already, options. Yeah.
0: Have you seen, well, I know you have, cause I've asked you, but uh, this reminds me of like a reverse coloring book.
1: Hmm. Yes.
0: So reverse coloring books, if you don't know what those are, are sheets like they're coloring books, but they're already colored your job in the reverse coloring book is to actually like draw over it and see what you can see, what you can find within all of the paint strokes to see what you can do. They're really cool. And of course available on Amazon. Yes. Uh, So look, those they're really, I love them. I think they're really fun.
1: It kind of, I think those in a way take kind of take the pressure off again, where you're just um, like, you're not having to decide what colors to use. You just get to kind of doodle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's your plan with the rest of yours?
1: I don't know. Like I remember I said, I thought it looked like a coral reef and now I'm I'm thinking it's more like a field of flowers or something. That's what I was going to say. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm, I'm probably going to let this dry and I might go back in later and add like a wash of color in the background Mm. to, to cover up the white, but yeah, I'm not sure.
0: Well, check the comments. Because Catherine will post her finished product and probably on our uh, social media too. This was really fun.
1: Yeah. Yours is beautiful,
0: Richard. Oh, thanks. Here we'll do we'll do uh <laughs> we'll side by side. This over. Here we go. Look, there's mine. Here's Richards. And like I said to Catherine, because all of my stuff was bought very cheaply, if you look really closely, you can see, I don't know if you can, you can oh, see the, 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 the brush hairs. The brush, <laughs> the brush hairs. <laughs> so i also like texture on mine is what i'm gonna go with what does yours remind you of it just started out it started out i started here with the blue Mm -hmm. and then there was like a little bit of orange brownish And i was like oh that's sort of beach-ish and then it just sort of turned into like i don't know like it it felt like infinity to me like yes. it's just like this little world that you could dive into and anything like an Alice in Wonderland, anything could be in there.
1: It almost reminds me of something like celestial, like yeah, galaxy. I don't know. It's, it's really beautiful. If you're, if you're listening, you have to go check out the videos. So you can actually see Richard's painting. And um, when you zoomed in, when you held it up really close, that gave me another idea for these is you can always just use these as um paper that you created for collage or turn Mm. it into a card for somebody because um I think because it's abstract or if you choose to keep it abstract you can just use it for so many different things colors are really beautiful yeah
0: I love that as a card I think I'm gonna let it dry and then do the black like sharpie yeah and kind of see what I can come up with this is so fun Catherine (laughs) what can someone do I mean besides this this is obviously super easy and literally takes no effort and no you don't even have to think about it you literally just do it uh, mm-hmm. but what's something else that someone who's like okay well I don't have the the um paint right now but I want to like you're you've inspired me right now to do something what could they do right now with yeah. like a pen or a pencil
1: um I would say um let's see just pen or pencil. Um, hmm. I think, even just like, especially if you're feeling maybe intimidated to start, take your pencil and just play with. Um, can I grab a pencil real quick?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Just play with your tool itself, like maybe forget about having to draw a thing and um, you know maybe try turning your pencil on its side and just play with value here. So I'm, I'm pressing really hard and then I'm starting to go a little lighter and easing off even more and just, and then maybe you go back the other way. Um, you could take your finger and kind of smudge this into the page Um, similar thing with using a pen, you know, maybe you just play with making some different marks on the page. See what happens when you put lines really close together or when you space them out. Um, you could draw shapes. I mean, just, I think, yeah, anything. I think that, um, we get so caught up in it having to look like a finished piece that we don't even get started.
0: Yeah. Yeah that's so. i'm use that quote when you do the social media stuff <laughs> please. because <laughs> that was great the thing the first pencil drawing you did reminded me because i'm a huge wizard of oz fan so that reminded me of a tornado oh yes <laughs> like the way you would and i was like okay i could do that also i love too, it can you like, show like, your piece? Peaceful- oh sorry
1: oh oh uh, just if you if you don't have paint uh, but you have markers like crayola markers you can do similar things like scribble on your page um and crayola markers are great if you take water with a brush they kind of act like watercolors a little bit so that's another thing you could try
0: that's a good tip <laughs> catherine can you show yours one more time because it's really pretty
1: sure. oops i have a little oh. leg leg time
0: there we go it's really pretty
1: thank you thank you
0: for teaching me today and everybody listening and watching
1: Thanks for painting with me. This was fun.
0: If you, if you did this with us, make sure you either uh, put it in the comments. If you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, or if you're doing on social media, make sure you tag us so we can see what you're all creating. And Catherine will be back from now on every week, talking to another person and making, making, doing some arts, no matter what it is with us. Catherine, I'm so excited you're here. And I can't thank you enough.
1: I have fun, Richard. Thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. We'll see you next week, everyone.
2: Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Facing life altering health challenges. Join us next week to learn more ways you can create arts for the health of it. The views expressed on this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Heartstain Art, their staff, board members, or other affiliates. All content is created for informational purposes only. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice or to diagnose and treat any health condition. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health professional with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard on this podcast.